Today I got Mike, Anthony, the Atomic Bonds, my boy JB, Justin. What's up, y'all? On this podcast of the Spark Sports, we want to go ahead and talk about a tragedy that happened this past Sunday um, that involved the late and great Kobe Bryant. And I wanted to get people in here to talk about it because even though we're from, I'm from Arizona, born and raised, you know, Phoenix Suns fan, there's a lot of people that live here now and before from California. And being a Suns fan, we've always been upset because of the Lakers and always been mad because in our division, you know, they were good, but they had a great player. That's the main thing. And, you know, as a young kid in sixth grade, I want to shout out everybody out there that talked about it in 06 and the games that we would have even on the regular season and how he would make us cry in sixth, fifth, fourth, <laughs> third grade as kids because we really wanted the Suns to win. We're always rooting for Steve Nash, Mark Stoudemire, Barbosa, Rajah Bell. And I'm just glad a lot of people kept that truth. Because there was that truth of, like, you know, we did, you know, really hate him, but we also respected him because of his game and the way he played and, you know, the continuous effort he gave. And and all the times he put out there on the court and just played to the last minute, the last second. Unlike nowadays when we see the Knicks games and the altercation that happened, <laughs> 50 <laughs> seconds left, I know that Kobe would have kept shooting and kept playing. And, you know, it's crazy to see the, the outpour that has happened. But I wanted to talk to Mike. He's from California, and he lives out here. In there. He's basically a resident now. Yeah, I'm basically a resident. But, you know, I it's been like 12 it. years. I respect it, though. He's a <laughs> Lakers fan. You know, Anthony, too. But, you know, and he's a fan of LeBron that's also on the Lakers, too. But also, we were talking about on the last podcast about how um, Kobe congratulated, Le- congratulated LeBron. Can't talk today. And that how, you know, there was just what that dead day and then two days later. That happened. Mm-hmm. But I just want to get you guys a perspective on it. You know, you know say say what you want to say. You know, I'll let Mike go first. All right. So yeah, I grew up in San Diego, so not L.A., but San Diego's Lakers town. Like there, yeah. Like all of Southern California, growing up, it's Lakers town. You know what I mean? So everyone was a Lakers fan. I was mainly a Lakers fan just because my dad and my family were Lakers fans, and just growing up watching Kobe, like seeing him drop, you know, forty a night or whatever it was, just all the time was um, just. It was something different. Like, when the Lakers sucked in, like, you know, this past decade, <laughs> like, I was not ready for that. I didn't think it could get that bad. But it just, like, without Kobe, it's just been so weird. And honestly, like, I got two main athletes I looked up to when I was a little kid. Uh, Eli Manning was one because I'm, I'm also a Giants fan. But Kobe Bryant was the other one. And just losing him was just so terrible not not just because i looked up to him as a basketball player but i looked up to him as a man too you know he had a family he was raising his daughters well he set a great example for other basketball players and he just had this amazing story where um, i like to say that number eight kobe and number 24 kobe were just completely different people not just players people like number eight kobe was more um, he was young he was, really he was young. young. He, he made learning. mistakes. He was super raw. He wasn't a great teammate. Things like that. Twenty four, Kobe. You saw him mature. Uh, you saw him get ring with rings without Shaq. Um, and Even I think after Shaq too, right? Yeah. So he got 
two rings with Pau Gasol. Yeah. Um, in 2009, 2010. And that, like, to me, it was awesome because it was, like, a character growth. When you compare it to, like, LeBron's story, LeBron, he's awesome because he hasn't really changed that much throughout his career. <laughs> No, but like that, like LeBron has always been like consistently great. Yeah. yeah. Kobe, like he, his character, I think has evolved throughout the years and just seeing him become what he was now kind of at the start of a new thing. When he retired, he said, I'm going to make the next 20 years better than my last. And you could see he was starting to do that. He got into the media business. He got an Oscar for his little short uh, you know, his daughter got back into basketball and he didn't even want to be back into basketball until his daughter did. So, and just seeing him courtside with Gianna all the time, you know, he's explaining stuff to her. Like that was super cool to see. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just really a shame what happened because we, we were seeing like a different side of Kobe and I don't think we've ever had a star of this magnitude who retired, like stay with the game so much because you look at Jordan Jordan hasn't really done too much since he retired. You know what I mean? He's just kind of enjoyed his life, which is fine. But making like, billions off his shoes every year. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like Kobe, it was cool to see him as kind of like an ambassador of the game. But he was still in the talks, though. That's I think that the big thing was too. Like he was still talked about. Yeah, you know, yeah, a lot. And I mean, because like we said, days before that happened, LeBron passed him up. I mean, because Kobe set the bar so high. I mean, mm-hmm. Jordan did too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's like. You know, Kobe was still talked about. Like you said, too, his daughter was out there. She was playing. He was helping out, you know, and he was coaching and he was involved with sports still. So people were still looking at that and seeing that, you know, like that image. You know, he was being a father, but also, you know, giving his expertise on basketball. Yeah. And one one effect that we thought about um, is that so Gianna, I saw her play a few times like on Instagram or whatever, and when she plays, she looks like Kobe. Yeah, I was like hyped, and I'm like, you know what? If she makes it to the WNBA, like I might watch. I might watch a few of her games because like it's the closest thing we'll see to Kobe again, right? So, I think the uh, there's like an effect too on like, oh, maybe the WNBA would have blown up if you know Gianna was in there because I'm sure there's tons of people like me who would have been like, oh, that's Kobe's daughter. Let's watch it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, so that that's like one effect too that I thought about as yeah. well. No, that's true. You know, and then also too, um, you know, Justin, he's a Sacramento Kings fan, but also you've always watched them play the Lakers as well. Definitely, you've been in multiple games and stuff like that. I've seen Kobe play once here and against the Suns in a regular season, not yeah. in the playoff, but still like. You know, he's just he's just a great player, but I wanted to take your take on it. And, you know, um, it's kind of the same as you. Like, you grew up as a Suns fan. You yeah. know, you're you're crying because he's always beating you. You know, I was in the <laughs> same boat with the Kings. You know, like, the Kings were good back in the day. Like, my family had season tickets. Like, I got to go to all these games. But then I also got to see Kobe ending all these games <laughs> with those buzzer beaters falling out of bounds. Like, but, you know, you see him, and you see what he does, and you're upset because he's beating your team. But at the same time, you're like, you know, I, I also just witnessed greatness. Yeah. Like, I remember the first time I ever, ever watched him, you know, and he hit that buzzer beater and my heart stopped. Like, you know, I was sad because we just lost, but at the same time, like, I was like, who else can make that shot? Yeah. And, you know, I don't have much to say about Kobe, you know, RIP, but yeah. he's just a god. <laughs> Definitely. What about you, Anthony? What do you want to? Uh, well, first off, like, Rest in peace to Kobe, his daughter. The yeah. daughter really just messed me up. Definitely. But also the other seven pa- passengers. Uh, with Kobe, like I said, I was 
um, when I was got into basketball, I was into the 06 Suns like you, Ray. Yeah. And um, I Kobe was one of those people who I was just mad. I was mad at. <laughs> um, he was just so skilled and at the time and i'm younger at this i'm like yo i do not like this guy yeah he's just the sense of jealousy <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel yeah. that it's like it. um what can we get a player like yeah. this <laughs> yeah it's all of that and like even going into high school when i got into lebron and anything every time there was like a lebron versus kobe game it was like always the most topic i go to my barber shop like there'll be uh, arguments throughout the throughout the time I'm there and stuff and like every game they play together I always you know I would defend LeBron to the ends of the earth <laughs> trying to say that it's better than Kobe blah 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 I like and then with that my bad they like are they hit it with that well if LeBron would have came in in 98 I bet he would have got crushed by, by Kobe <laughs> he wouldn't have been seen yeah or you got the people who are like yeah LeBron wouldn't have survived in the 90s it's like come yeah, on yeah man. come on man <laughs> like, jumping over him. anyway uh, <laughs> with I didn't really get to see Kobe and like and I and it hurts that now that he's passed that I didn't really get to see it sooner. But, like, th- his last couple of seasons where he was retiring and they were doing that whole um, farewell tour. Mm-hmm. And then and I've seen all this love for him. And I started – because he was retiring, you start seeing highlights pop up everywhere, just him just being Kobe. And I'm like yeah. – and I'm like, I cannot believe this man scores 60 60- something points like eight games in a row four games in a row it was yeah. it was something yeah, yeah. I think it was four. and and Got i you. really was thinking about that and i'm like how the hell <laughs> Yo, I, I could barely get up 12 at like a rec center <laughs> yeah. at a gym you know what i mean and that's playing people yeah. who probably don't even play organized sports yeah, yeah. you know I, mean, I played basketball organized but i've never played like on that magnitude you know but to even 81 points yeah. to score something that high is crazy mm-hmm. and that's so 81. insane. Yeah, it's as high to score 81, yeah, 81 points. Especially like I know there's this running joke about Will Chamberlain. Like, of course he scored 100 points. He was playing a bunch of plumbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Kobe was doing that against some grown men who are when the game is more athletic, more skillful. Yeah, but back then I remember Will Chamberlain. They said that because they didn't have that 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 what is it that foul that uh was it three seconds. Yeah. Oh, he was just camping. Yeah, just cherry pick all day. That's how uh-huh. he got all the points. I remember hearing that. But after they took that away, it made it a lot harder to get points. But for Kobe to score eighty-one points, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's. But my thing was is just like you said, jealousy. But it is crazy because you think to yourself, how come there's nobody else in the league with his talent, his skills, and his capabilities to be able to play? It just mm-hmm. it just throws you away. Like you know, all these young kids come in, all these young like, athletes and men come into the league. But none of them could play like Kobe, and it was just he—he he was cut from a different cloth. He had different skills, and he was just an all-around player. Well, he had that different mentality. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of players will have that skill, but he had that Mamba menta- mentality. Mentality, <laughs> you know, he looked at everything different. Because I was watching the clip when, and like you said, number eight, he was still a rookie, he was young, yeah. And they were showing him play the Jazz in the playoffs and the finals. I mean, and he was shooting and stuff. But he was missing a bunch. He, like, had three air balls for game yeah. winners that could have helped. Yeah, yeah. And it just kind of, like, they said it through him, like, kind of, like, you know, down. Like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on it. And what he did, he went and he worked on it, worked on his shot. Mm-hmm. And be able to, like, improve a lot. Not just a little bit, but a lot to yeah. help him mm-hmm. out in the long run. And that's another thing I think is important. Like, kind of how I mentioned Kobe had, like, a growth, like a story. Remember, Kobe was drafted 13th, came off the bench for a couple of years. You know what I mean? There was, like, no hype behind Kobe when he Not first came all. into the league. But Young. Like, 
Com- he was guilty. Yeah. Compared to LeBron, you know, dude yeah. came in with the most hype ever. And he lived up to it, which was crazy. But, like... Power rate contracts, all that. Yeah. IP. Yeah, yeah. But, like, Kobe, like, he worked his way up, I guess you could say. And I think that's what's really cool about his story is, like, he wasn't... He wasn't this, like, super athletic freak. I mean, obviously, he's athletic. But, like, compared to the other, like, athletic freaks we've seen in the league, he wasn't as athletic as they were. So, just the fact that he got off with, like, hard work and things like that, like, yeah. it, it is, like, pretty impressive. And that's that's what I like a lot about Kobe. So the, And about him coming off the bench, I didn't know that, like, at first. I listened mm-hmm. to this uh, podcast called All the Smoke with uh, – Matt Barnes and uh, Stephen Jackson, they're retired basketball oh, yeah. players, and they had Kobe on there, and which makes this even more surreal. I watched that interview the day before he died. Yeah, I've that just trying, happened. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to watch that interview for like a couple weeks that I was out. I just didn't get around to it, and I finally did that. So I was learning more, like Michael said, like this Kobe that we've been seeing before he passed was like an open Kobe. Like you don't, you didn't get that when he was playing. No, no. He no. was like, um, I'm going to go on the court, and I'm going to kill you. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what made me not like him because like man yeah. this guy don't <laughs> care about nobody <laughs> but yeah. i was listening to that podcast and he was saying that um like you said michael he was on the bench for a couple of years and he had to essentially just keep being patient and wait till his opportunity and i think the people who were in front of him like got injured or something and he got out there and he started starting and he just worked and worked and worked at it and that's why, and when I finally was able to, like, appreciate him, and, and, I, and I hate it had to be the year he was about to retire, and, like, that last game he scored 60 points, and I know he shot 50 shots. Yeah. But still, that's for impressive. For his age. And, for his age. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm looking at him, and I'm like, he might be the skill, the most skilled player I've ever seen. His footwork, his post game, the fact that he could – he he didn't have anything like he's not the most athletic. He didn't have the best handle, mm-hmm. but like the one thing he would kill you at every single time is his mid range jump shot. Yeah, and he made his whole career off of that. Yeah, and I think I think I agree with you with the most skilled player ever thing, because a lot of times people forget he took a lot of Jordan's moves and just improved on them. So like, it makes sense that he's like the most skilled. He his footwork was like unmatched. Just all that stuff like that you know i'm not i'm not saying he's the best player ever but um i would i could make an argument for most skilled i think and i think a lot of people would at least put him with top three in terms of just most skilled mm-hmm. of all time because he would make moves that nobody else could make really like just insane footwork like you're like how's he gonna make that shot how's he gonna do this like it just doesn't happen so I don't know. That's what makes me so sad about when he tore his Achilles in 2013. Oh, that dude yeah. was on yeah. a tear. Like he would, he should have won MVP. I think that year for that second half of the season. If you guys remember, that was the team with Steve Nash and Dwight. Yeah. And um, the first half of the season they did terrible, and then Kobe was like, "All right, we're gonna make playoffs. We're gonna do it." And he was just carrying that team like crazy. Um, and then he tore his Achilles, and then that was that. Like you guys remember what happened after that, but. It was just crazy because he was still playing on another level so far into his career. So, I think if that Achilles tear didn't happen, I think they would have either won that year or lost to Miami in the in the finals. Because I think Miami made the finals that year with LeBron. Was it 2013? 
Yeah, I think, I think so. that was the year they beat the Spurs. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, first time. Or first time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I I think they could have won, even though they were just the seventh seed. Like, I think that's that year. Uh, was it? I'm not not to be about the basketball players, but like the Arizona native was it? Mike Bibby played for like a good two minutes the whole <laughs> seven <laughs> games. <laughs> <laughs> not to be that guy, but hey, I didn't want to put that out Mike there. Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby. But <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I mean, yeah, yeah, that is true. You know, I, I got nothing but love and respect for Kobe and his family, and y'all. You know, and it sucks too that it was, um, you know, also his thirteen-year-old uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. Also, the seven people on there as well were families, and you know, mothers, and you know, daughters, and had friends, and yeah. you know, stuff like that. It's just, you know, it's it it sucks that it happened. Especially like like that, you know what I mean? And it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I remember when I got told, I was like, "It's unbelievable." Yeah, it was. Unbe- I didn't believe the because I went. I was at work and I got to my one of my stops, and the guy who works at the building security guard was like, "Yo, man," he's like, "Yo, dog, Kobe, Kobe passed." Yeah. And I was like, "You tripping, dog?" But I'm in the building. Yeah. There's no reception, so I look on my phone. It doesn't. Nothing comes up. It's like not yeah. loading. Safari can't open. So once I step out, I try to look, but I I call my brothers on speakers like, "Hey, man, can you check out something?" Like I just heard that. Kobe passed. Yeah. And he's like, nah, you're dumb, dog. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. It's like fake news. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, but I was like, hey, yo, man, like, it, I see it. It's on here. TMZ has it. And then yeah. as it came up on my phone, I was like, damn, what the hell? Yeah. I, I think like, it's going to be one of those things where people just remember where they were, like, yeah, when they found out. You know what I mean? No doubt. Like, I was at work on the register and I was just scrolling through Twitter. And I just see all, I follow a bunch of Lakers people on Twitter and it's like, Oh my gosh, what happened? Things like that. They weren't saying what happened. And at first I'm like, dude, did LeBron get hurt or did AD get hurt? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, I thought it was like a out for season kind of thing, but it was like a thousand times worse than I could have imagined. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, it was wild. I think people are going to remember where they were. It's kind of like the Michael Jackson death. Like when he died, you know, everyone. I still kinda, remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. where I was too. Like everybody remembers. So like, I think this is bigger than that, though, because this is like you're in the social media age and things like that, along with Michael Jackson had health issues. Yeah. So like people like when he died, like people were shocked, but I don't think they were surprised. Like it made sense. But Kobe, perfectly healthy guy. You know yeah. what I mean? A lot younger than MJ was when he died. He, he was, was only 41. 41 years old. Yeah. I mean, that's not even old still. And then plus for like his, um, you know, being athletic being healthy all his career his yeah. life you know i'm pretty sure he had a longer life to live you know that you know that was just it was unbelievable like i, I couldn't i still couldn't believe it until more short because i was like oh teams he's full of shit yeah but once i seen more posts come up you yeah. know a lot of other uh, sources were coming out that's when i was like damn and but everybody was like that throughout all the people on uh, in every like sport from soccer tennis mm-hmm. basketball football college everybody's like it's on Kobe Bryant because there's that video with the one kid his coach tells yeah. him he's like Kobe he's like Bryant, Bryant yeah the, oh yeah I think the thing about this it was so eerie because this past week the NBA like since they do you know they make money all that stuff everyone knew LeBron was about to pass Kobe in points yeah Saturday night yeah. and so because that was happening a lot, he his name and his highlights were getting posted because like they do that anytime someone as big as LeBron is about to pass him in points. And the third time on the all time scoring list is like it's a really big deal. Yeah. So he did it, and I I was watching that game too, and I he passed it. Everyone gave him a round of applause, and then I see Kobe tweet from his account and yeah. Instagram saying like congrats to LeBron and everything, and I watched a post game interview later that night. And LeBron was basically speaking, like, like, 
not that he died already, but just giving him his flowers, like saying, like get, telling this really great story about when mm-hmm. he first met Kobe. He was and fifteen, stuff. right? Yeah, yeah. with the sh- he gave him his shoes and he played in uh, this uh, uh tournament. S- yeah, tournament in there, and then, and I remember this so well because I was like completely just floored. Like I was heating up lunch on Sunday. Like yeah. I was heating up my microwave, just ready, and my dad had his iPad up and he was talking on the phone. So he really wasn't paying attention. And then I see a notification. All I see is Bryant, but it went by fast. And I don't know what even told me to check it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like Bryant. Yeah. Cause I, cause no way was Kobe even not even, but I just wanted to see. Yeah. yeah. And I see Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash and I see TMZ and I'm like, okay, this is full. This is full of shit. Yeah, exactly. That's, exactly. He did not die. I go to Twitter and I go to TMZ and like I see it and I see a bunch of likes and retweets. But then I also see on my regular TL like the TMZ get hacked and it was just kind of like not laughing it off, but like no, that ain't happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I refresh once and I see a bunch of NBA players like freaking out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, <laughs> like that did not happen and like. And unfortunately, it did. And, like, I remember that day, like, I had a whole bunch of plans to, like, do stuff with school and stuff. I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. Because, like, for Kobe Bryant, to me, seemed like, like you guys said, like, he was healthy throughout his whole career. Like, mm-hmm. not, no health issues. But he seemed to me, like, a legendary status. Like, kind of like Michael Jordan. Like, he seemed, he's so big that he's he's not, I'm not calling him, like, a god. Mm-hmm. But I'm calling him just, like that status where like he's going to be all right it's not going to happen if he dies it'll be natural when he's older and he passes yeah yeah that's exactly what people that's what exactly what i thought i thought like because i was like this doesn't happen to not to him you know what i mean and that's the thing like and and i was kind of and it kind of like dinged in my head because you know i had a passing you know i lost a loved one last november but in my head it was like this individual i lost in november last year was always full of life always appreciated it always did everything he could even if he had less money than, you know, anybody, like if he didn't have a love, enough money, $10 to his name, he would make a day off of $10 and have the best day ever. And he enjoyed life yeah. and his life was taken short, 25 years old, Christian Ramos, you know, and that, and that threw me off. Like, you know, that's not supposed to happen mm-hmm. that young of an age, a person that enjoys life and is like a big personality, a great character. Everybody loves him in our neighborhood. He's well known. You know what I mean? And it just threw me off. Now seeing this, it made me feel like, man, like, you know, and, uh, it, death is something you can't escape. You know, it's going to happen. Like Shannon Sharp says, that's one appointment you can't miss. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it made me realize, like, you know, it's it, that's scary to think that, you know, and taking the death and dying class this semester, I wanted to learn more about it. And it's like, unsub- uh, what I think I a professor says, like, unsubconsciously, we always not think about it. We kind of like, ah, oh, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, it's there. I'm not trying to scare nobody because even Kobe said that. You know, without light, you know, it's got to be dark. You know, without mm-hmm. life, it's got to be, be death. So he embraced it, you know, and he knew, you know, his time would come. But I don't think a lot of us saw it coming this soon. You know, especially my, my pops, he was hurt because my pops got a bunch. My dad's a big person of players. He was never, he always liked the Detroit Pistons. He was never a Jordan fan, never liked the Bulls. But I mean, he has Jordan, like, jerseys. He has the Jordan's jersey when he played for North Carolina. He has Jordan's jersey when he played for the Bulls. I want to say for the Wizards as well. He's got Kobe Bryant jerseys. He's got he just he's a big fan of players. And I remember my dad saying he's like, wow, he's like, 
for somebody who was doing, you know, a lot. And, and then also you see all these stories coming out and all these things that he's done, not for just people in the NBA, but also common day people like you guys, me, mm-hmm. you know, people who are fighting with disease, cancer, stuff like that. He made time out of his life to go and help them, give them that love and support. You know, it says a lot because a lot of people don't have to do that. A lot of people don't have to take the time to invest in anything else but themselves and their family. But he took time to invest in people outside of that. Yeah. That's a great thing, especially in like L.A. too. seeing mm-hmm. that big, you know, outpour of people. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never seen like if there's one thing to come out of all this, though, I've never seen people so like um, I want to say like inspired because like look at what I don't know if you guys saw what Jack's thing yesterday i think it was yesterday the day before which one um he was on inside the nba with charles barkley and oh, yeah, yeah, d yeah. wade yeah and his he had like a little speech um but the big thing he said was i want to you know we need to talk he was talking to like his like the people on the desk and like people close to him and he was like yeah we need to talk more we need to make more of this because life is short at the end of the day yeah. and he said he realized that and all day on like social media i see people like you know life is short we got to work hard we got to do what we got to do like kobe's death is almost inspiring people to to live their life if that makes sense like no it's true um his and just the whole thing with him wanting always wanting to work hard always want to do his best people are trying to emulate that now and i've always kind of tried to emulate that because um you know i was a huge kobe fan like always, but I thought you, you like the Clippers. <laughs> hey, to hey, chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guys. He's, but, he's a Lakers fan. He's not a Clippers fan. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's for me, it's been cool to see people kind of take that on too. Like people realizing that and like you know, like trying to live that out. Like that's super cool to me. So I'm I'm really glad to see that. Um, you know, if there's like a a positive that's come out of all this, it's definitely that. Like seeing people united and all that. Um, even people, I remember when it happened, they were texting me, people I haven't talked to in a little bit, you know, yeah. um, because they knew I was such a huge Kobe fan and just everyone, like a lot of people are mourning people who didn't watch basketball, all those kind of people. Like even my, my mom was super upset and she, she doesn't care about basketball and just all these people that don't care about basketball or anything still sad because like it was just such a big person just like a worldwide superstar, you know? Yeah, so. we saw that because, I mean, even outside of the world of basketball, you saw people from um, soccer mm-hmm. yep, pay their respects. Ten, um, people in tennis, I mean, that one player, he wore a jersey out to play the his match. Yeah, yeah. You've seen um, the women's basketball for the University of uh, UConn. Uh, yeah, UConn, Connecticut, the Huskies, pay respects oh, to yeah. uh, um, to Gianna. Gigi. Yeah, yeah Gianna, because yeah. she was a big, you know, thing right there. Yeah, yeah. And like one thing too, I wore my I wore my Kobe jersey to school on Tuesday, and I just had random people coming up to me like, "Oh man, this was crazy!" Like, "Oh, I'm sorry this happened to you," and just all sorts of things like that. It was just um, it was just crazy to me the impact this guy had on people, and I never really knew it. Like even if uh, like they didn't watch basketball and things like that, it, it's just crazy. I don't know. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, another thing around campus, like, you know, you didn't really see Kobe jerseys that often, or at least the last couple of years, wearing around campus. And then, you know, the next day after it happened, you know, you're going to classes and you look around and you're seeing eights, you're seeing 24s everywhere, and you just see the love. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. And this is Arizona. This is the middle of Arizona. Imagine being in California, 
like UCLA or any of those schools or something like that. Like it's, it's just mind boggling to me the influence this guy had on, on the world, you know? So, yeah. In one quick second too, we got um, my boy Kevin K Mac in the building. Come and talk to him as well. He's going to join the conversation. He just got in here. Hey everybody. My name is Kevin McCannon. Uh, I've worked at the Com lab with Bray Ray and he has mentioned me in one of his other podcasts. I'm on this gun devils team with Justin. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to be a part of the podcast. Uh, but please continue. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, just growing up with Kobe, like it was just something else, man. Like this dude really, he inspired me so much and not really, not only as a basketball player, but as a man, because you think about it, his basketball career was over, you know? So like whether he passed away or not, that was all said and done. Like we've celebrated his basketball accomplishments. We celebrate all that, but it's more for me, like now it's more about this guy. He had a family. He was just starting his life as like, you know, he could do whatever he wanted to because he has the resources and he has the drive to do it. And he was, he really was like starting to do that. And you could see him starting to venture into other things and stuff like that. And for me, like that was just super cool to see um, him do that and like live his life to the fullest. You know, I, I've heard this thing and I truly believe it. If Kobe wasn't a basketball player, he would have been successful somewhere else. Definitely. Like oh, 100%. just with that drive, he would have like, he would have became the president or like whatever it is, whatever field he hit would have chosen to go into, he would have been successful. So that's just what's crazy about Kobe for me. Like, it's not like he was just like a naturally gifted basketball player. I think for me, it was just, that's what he happened to get into. And that's what he happened to practice and things like that. So yeah, it, it's just, I think there's something to said to be said about his work ethic and how it's inspired like a generation. almost. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, I think what the NBA has been doing for him, like as far as eight second violations, 24 second violations, yeah. I think that's really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also that it's really cool to see these young players emulate Kobe's skills into different ones. Like even yesterday, I was I didn't watch it, but I saw some highlights of Devin Booker last yeah. night. And he hit <laughs> – he hit – Two back-to-back mid-ranges, which like, which was basically Kobe-like, yeah, yeah. yeah. and <laughs> it was what the first one was nasty because of a little jab step he did, which you know that's just skillful anyway. But I saw him like do a jab step crossover, and then it had a nice little step back on somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, his skill level and just his uh, Kobe's attitude, the way to influence the game, mm-hmm. is in every one of these young players yeah, it's like yeah. and i saw this tweet the other day it's like it's devin booker's mid-range it's lebron's leadership it's Kyrie's attitude to take that final shot it's a bunch of players have took learned from him mm-hmm. obviously like you could see from the outpour also but yeah, yeah they have learned from him and took different skills just to be like like there's never gonna be a leonard kobe we'll just yeah put I that agree. out there but there's definitely some skills that he people have taken from him yeah you look at this whole generation of players like these are guys like us they grew up watching kobe and you know especially they're playing basketball he's gonna be like their number one i mean he was 
the best player of the 2000s. I mean, in my opinion, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, just people watching him. And then you got the young guys, Devin Booker, you know, Trey Young. You got all these people who, like, grew up watching him. Of course, they're going to, like, emulate his game and things like that. You know, Kobe was inspired by Jordan. Now all these other people are inspired by Kobe and then so on and so forth. So, yeah, it's just it's cool to see. Another thing about Kobe is that I read something, too. He, <laughs> he's been playing for 20 years, but he mm. also had to deal with so many players in their prime. Oh. Like, I read, like, there's... <laughs> Smush Parker. <laughs> Allen Iverson. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 90, whatever. Yeah. Um, had, he had to deal with... Um, LeBron, obviously. LeBron when his prime. He dealt with Kevin Garnett, Dirk. Um, <laughs> One thing I was going to add, yeah. too, was um, Allen Iverson. Was that 2001? Yeah. When yeah. he played in the finals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I was big on Iverson because he had a lot of hype, and mm. I didn't think I would see him lose or even get defeated. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. That would kind of change the game for me too. Too that's what also made me get mad at the <laughs> level of player Kobe was. But I also want to add, Kevin, if you want to go ahead and add anything to your experience watching football. I mean, you're from Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up watching the Bulls. I wasn't an insane basketball fan growing up but i had all these experiences where basketball was around and it kind of defined the early 2000s for me Uh, especially with like just in 2010 i remember watching um the finals between the celtics and the lakers and i remember that was like the first finals where i watched and i actually really paid attention yeah and i got to really see kobe you know just doing kobe things (laughs) you know live and i mean that was a really awesome experience um also Back to what all of you were talking about, about this man succeeding without basketball in his life. Mm-hmm. I thought a lot about like LeBron after the league and what he's going to be doing, and he doesn't seem like somebody who's going to be slowing down. And he, I could see him like getting into politics. I could see him getting into more leadership positions that are like highly elevated. And yeah, yeah. I was excited to see Kobe do that in the future potentially as yeah. well. 100%. I mean, he was a family man above all else, and he wanted to be there for his kids because, you know, earlier in his career, he didn't feel that he was there for them necessarily enough. But mm-hmm. I was excited to see him make up for that and, you know, maybe inspire people who aren't, you know, huge basketball fans by doing, you know, like public service. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that was like my – that those are the thoughts that hit me after he passed. I was really, I was really shocked at how much of an impact – he had on my life growing up just as a role model just as a good representation of like a leader and a great person yeah so like i you weren't here when we were talking about it but i was saying how one of the best things about kobe for me was that he grew throughout his career like sum it up i said number eight kobe and number 24 kobe two different people like straight up like number eight kobe made mistakes he was not a great teammate but he was still like a very skilled basketball player um, I would argue 24 Kobe and and like so on and so forth till he passed away. Uh, he was a much better teammate, not as good of a basketball player, but just a much better person. So one of the things I loved about Kobe was that he grew up essentially and like you you kind of grow up with him. Uh, so it was cool to see him mature and you know win win finals without Shaq and things like that. So like just seeing him mature into what he is now has just been like a treat really. So. And real quick, just want to introduce my guy Robert. He kind of just came up in here. Just yeah, he's gonna see where. Oh, okay. You said side of the mic right here. Okay, good. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. So I'm not sure where we're at in the conversation, but it it sounds like 
your uh is it just just kind of like a recollection right now yeah um because so i would with 24 kobe i don't i don't want to say that at that point because obviously after 2013 yes he wasn't as after the achilles yeah yeah he wasn't the same he wasn't the same yeah but just prior to that he had won two rings Mm -hmm. without Shaq. Mm -hmm. so i i would say that it's Right before 2013, I would say that he still definitely was what top. I would say three he was still the best. in the league. Yeah, maybe yeah. the best in the league. I I think LeBron only like became better than him after, I would say 2011 or after he won his first when he chip. when he won his rings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I think he was he he was 2012 two, or 13. 2012 he won because 2011 was the Mavs. Remember? Yeah, 11 so, was the Mavs. We don't speak of that and, day. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anthony doesn't like talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's all right i'm a son's man i don't like the maps <laughs> yeah but yeah so and, and i think that's when lebron really took kind of the mantle is and, and mm, i mean a lot yeah. of people still think he never really did a lot of people still yeah. think that lebron even as great as lebron has been he's never really eclipsed which is crazy to me kobe yeah which <laughs> i don't know it, it's hard i i think after this whole tragedy i've i've kind of like i've stopped comparing I feel like it's too hard to compare yeah. Kobe to LeBron to – how do you compare LeBron to Will Chamberlain? You can't how, really. how can you accurately yeah. compare who is a better player between those two There's people? just so much time in between where it's like the game is just completely different. But, so but yeah. even even the position, how do, you, yeah. how do you compare that position? How do you compare what Will – like Wilt's records – Mm-hmm. There's no reason that Wilt shouldn't be the greatest player to ever play That's basketball. True. Like yeah, if yeah. you really look at his records, I mean the whole what is it? Chris Broussard calls the record book uh, with the Wilt Chamberlain autobiography because he wrote all of those yeah. records himself. That, you know, it was yeah. Just there's him. always some crazy record, and it's like who has it? And it's like Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> he has, has like it. everything. It's, Every record, and it's insane. Y- you look at those, and and I started. Real, I'm like, dude, he's in a class of his own. That like because of the era, because of the mm. position he played, because of his athletic gifts, mm. we can't accurately compare him to, you know, these people. LeBron, LeBron and Kobe aren't the same type of player. Yeah, they both play wing positions, but like let's be honest, they don't. They're not both. Like Kobe's uh, field goal percentage is lower. Yeah, yeah, but he's a better shooter than LeBron. Yeah, he takes. As, he's a better, he takes more shots. He takes more like jump that. shots. Yeah, yeah. So. I don't. I don't think the numbers chalk up everything to legacies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I still think that the eye test has to take like a little bit more. And yeah, yeah, I agree. Le- LeBron to me has always been more of Magic Johnson than he was ever Jordan. And mm-hmm. Kobe was the was was more Jordan. Of Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. And the, and there's. I don't know. I mean, it, it's for me. It's just hard to compare. That's also why I don't like the ring argument too. Yeah, because no. it's a team. Accomplish. You can't compare that. Can't Bill Russell that. won eleven rings. Yeah, <laughs> like eleven. So if it's gonna be a ring argument, there's gonna be no one gets to. Say yeah, no one comes Bill close. Like, yeah, or yeah. I mean, even Robert Ory. Robert Ory <laughs> yeah. has seven. Yeah, that's just, that's crazy to me. Big, and that's Big Shot Bob. So mm-hmm. I mean, you can't say that he. I mean, he wasn't the the you know the Finals MVP, but he was a key player in every yeah, Finals yeah. that he played in. Yeah, and yeah. he's a winner. So I I haven't liked those arguments. The arguments, but so what I've. The biggest thing I've realized is it's it's no longer worth it, worth it to compare when you get to the point that they're at. Like if you were to reach into a hat and they were to be like, "All right, in this hat is is LeBron, 
Kobe Jordan. You're going to get to get one when you draw your when you pull one out. Are you really going to be like dissatisfied if you get any one of them? No, I'm yeah, be, I'm gonna be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah you'll be exactly. cool. Like that's that, a good deal. <laughs> yeah, it, it doesn't matter which one of the ones that you draw. You're gonna get something out of it. And I think it's interesting after he passed to see like the rhetoric surrounding him because you you see people talk about him before and like you know people hated Kobe. I get that. And but not only that, people would would say like he wasn't that good of a player. Some people were saying he's not top ten. And I'm like, yeah, the not, I, dude. I'm a, I never, I'm a Suns fan. Yeah. I never said that he wasn't top ten. Yeah, like yeah, even yeah. like my, my my blind hatred of the Lakers <laughs> would not allow me to be that blind. Where I was yeah, like, yeah. I was like, okay, you're saying he's not top ten. I'm like, really? I'm like, I put him usually at, I would put him at like seven, and in give or take, I mean, he could he could move up for me. I think it's like top ten with an argument for top five. Yeah, I think that's probably the best way I could put it. Like, I don't have I don't have a ranking right now, but you yeah. know. <laughs> but it, but it's hard. Like, would I mean is Kobe better than Larry Bird? I mean, that's a good yeah, count. that's a good but argument. Then, like, is LeBron better than Larry Bird? Like, I I don't know. It, it's one of those things. And like, I'm a huge LeBron fan, but mm. when you when you look at the ability to, it's hard because Bird had the Celtics. He won those rings. He was on a great team. Mm-hmm. Bird had a great Celtics team. Yeah, yeah. And Kobe had on on his on his Lakers team where he won the two. I mean, I mean he had Pal Gasol, and Bynum and Odom were balling. Like don't get me wrong, that was a good Lakers team. But yeah. it's not like wasn't he didn't a super have team. A Kevin McHale on yeah, his team. Yeah. He didn't have a Robert Parrish. He didn't have these guys that. And and what Cornbread Maxwell was the Finals MVP for one of those yeah, yeah. Uh, finals that he was in. So who? Cornbread <laughs> 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 Maxwell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like it, it's it's just it's it's like I said with the greats it's splitting hairs because yep. like here's the thing like if it was one on one who wins between Larry Bird and Kobe one on one I'm taking Kobe all day Easy. I, it doesn't make you a better basketball player because yeah. it's five on five, five but yeah. you know I'm taking Kobe in that one on one game so. I see what you mean <laughs> I think the best way to categorize all time greats is probably in tiers so you got the top tier players. Kobe, Jordan, LeBron, Larry Bird, Magic, Kareem, all those big dudes that would probably be top 10, top tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got like the B tier players. So I would put like Dirk in there or like I'm trying to think who else. Probably like Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, those guys that are like all time greats, but not like, uh, you know, superstar great. Yeah, you're not to, like not the not the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, exactly. Not like the Mount Rushmore. So I think like doing it in tiers is better because you have to adjust for error. You have to adjust for things exactly. like that. Like people who are who like they're comparing James Harden's numbers to Kobe's numbers, but it's like it's different pace, different era. You can't. Hold on, real quick. Would be your Rushmore, your Mount Rushmore. Me? Uh, I knew that question was gonna come. Because you said some fair questions. Because I was like, I, I heard, I heard that that Rushmore thing that reference. I was like, yeah, I gotta yeah. hear what you have to say. And, and, and you guys can go on and yeah, add so it into. That's, who is that's your a fair mount, question. Um, without thinking about it, I would put Jordan, Magic, LeBron, and I want to say Bill Russell, just because of like everything he did for the sport, even yeah. though it was so long ago. Like, but without yeah, but Bill Russell, he was the first black coach. Yeah, like what? without Bill Russell, the game would have been what it is today. Yeah. So those are probably my four. What about Thunder Dan Marley? <laughs> get out. This is, get, just get out. <laughs> I don't but, care if this is your show. <laughs> but yeah, Bill Russell, uh, Jordan, Magic. 
Who else did I say? LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, yeah, LeBron. Those, those See, are five it, by four. The thing about tears is it's hard. I've seen some in-depth videos where tears mm-hmm. are breaking down. Uh, have you? There's a guy on YouTube who did a tear video. I forgot his name. It's called. Uh, I don't oh think I've seen a tier video. <laughs> I've seen it, but he did like the pyramid and then he okay. had like top tier and then yeah, did yeah. these tiers all the way through. It's hard because what do you do with Kareem? Yeah. Kareem may be the most dominant basketball player. He may be more dominant than Wilt. He he has an argument and he won at every level. He was a winner at every level. Yeah. He didn't even lose in high school or in college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, at, at UCLA, the um the UCLA varsity team when when Kareem was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So the UCLA varsity team won like the champ the national championship the year. They were they went undefeated. They were the best team in the nation. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't beat the freshman team. <laughs> because you know because remember back in the day freshmen couldn't play yeah, yeah. varsity ball. So they couldn't beat the freshman team because Kareem was on that freshman team. So they were the best team in the nation, but they weren't even the best team on their own. That campus. was the team that won eighty eight and oh, right? They, yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They they never lost like while For like he two was years there. Yeah. Or something like that. It was crazy. They outlawed dunking when he was in like high school or in college. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. outlawed dunking because he was so dominant. Yeah. Kareem Kareem was a different animal. Yeah. Straight He's up. got like, the most career points, but here's my thing with Kareem. Magic Johnson made him better. Yeah. Like they 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 became Showtime. Magic took that team to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. and it's like as dominant as Kareem was. It's like, but Magic came and made it Showtime. Made yeah. it something else. Like, I think that's why a lot of people won't say that Kareem is like a Mount Rushmore people person because he had Magic. I think yeah. a lot of people will say that. And the only reason I put Magic on the Mount Rushmore is because he modernized the game so much. Like. Before that, the game was boring. I don't basketball wasn't as popular as far as I know. Um, but once once the Lakers and Magic came with, you know, James Worthy and Kareem and people just started watching. Um, I think that's and you had the whole Lakers Celtics thing throughout that whole yeah. decade. That's what really popularized basketball. So like that's why I think Magic is is one of the most like uh, influential people. There's been times where I've watched I've watched his game film. And I've, I've thought about everything that he's done for basketball. I've watched his game film, and I've thought about the circumstances surrounding – because he has five rings. Magic? Yeah. Kobe. Yeah, Magic. Does, magic. Yeah. And then Jordan has six, and Jordan beat Magic in the finals, but that Lakers mm-hmm. team was beat up. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, they, they did not have that team. What, um, that was James, after Magic James, retired. James right? Worthy – no, I think I'm pretty sure they played before. Yeah, they played before that at the end no, of, in the early 90s, didn't no, they? No, they didn't because well, they might have, but I think it was after Magic retired because the Lakers lost in 89 to Detroit. And then I think Magic that was Magic didn't retire until 93. Okay, I might be wrong then. I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure because he <laughs> we can we there's there's yeah. Google, we can fact check it real quick. But cuz the point that it's going to is that uh Let's see, Lakers versus Bulls <laughs> finals. Yeah, ninety-one NBA finals. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was it was ninety-one, and uh, James Worthy was like hurt for that series. Yeah, yeah. And, was, and like, he was huge. Yeah, that was like know, their second best player. I thought big at game, the time. James. Yeah, for a reason. Yeah. So for me, it's hard. Like there are times where I put Magic at like the greatest player, the greatest bat, because he was he made his team like the best. Yeah. Like and some some people in, make the argument, yeah. Yes, they they because he could always make his team better. Mm-hmm. So there are times where I've put Magic like almost above Jordan, and like I don't, it's hard because Jordan's so great. But yeah, yeah. But I guess so. I don't know the Mount <laughs> the Mount Rushmore thing is hard. The thing is too, you have to compare 
what they brought to each team and like here's the thing like jordan is great but like what if you put lebron on that team like yeah like, like do you know, they still win yeah i think they do yeah i think i think they do so like that team is still they still have scotty pippen it was a still in the later they still have rodman they yeah, still yeah. have like they had defensive guards like craig hodges was a good defensive guard mm-hmm they had and they had Phil Jackson and then they had the I forgot who the assistant coach's name was but he's the one who created the triangle offense. Oh okay. That yeah. won them championships. Yeah, yeah. His name but So, yeah, I don't know. That Mount that Mount Rushmore one is there have <laughs> to be some lot. advanced analytics that go Yeah, yeah, that. that go into that. I think for that Mount Rushmore question like I can never answer it fully because like i can only maybe do one out of the four and you know who my answer is already <laughs> <laughs> but i also i really do think you gotta take in you gotta consider the times the the way the game is played like for me i think if you've changed the game the way it's played then i think you should be on there so then i would say if, if that's my criteria then i'm like Curry's on there because everyone, <laughs> these kids are on the fast break. It's shooting three instead of just going to the hoop. That's yeah. fair. That though. used to piss me so, the hell yeah, off. So, he's, so, so Steph Curry's ruined the game. We're going to put him on Mount Rushmore for that. <laughs> I don't know, but like that's how teams are playing now. They're just shooting yeah. threes. And then I'll go back to, um, to that. Kevin Durant is a seven-foot animal who can dribble and shoot. And I'm thinking, okay, how is he not – top five of all time but there's so many players yeah i I can't (laughs) and he won both his rings with an all-time great team so people really don't yeah i think the big the biggest reason kevin durant isn't is because (laughs) like his rings i don't care what anyone says his rings will forever have an asterisk next to them (laughs) because he's i mean they will like he he, the team he lost to he had down 3-1 he Mm -hmm. lost to that team and joined them the next season if you looked if you're looked at as though you could never carry a team then you're not going to be like I, I. If I had to draft Kobe or Kevin Durant, I'm drafting Kobe yeah. because I need someone who can carry a team. Mm-hmm. If I draft a Kevin Durant, but he's only surrounded by role players, yeah, what is it the same do? team? If I draft Kobe, but he has solid role players, I, I, I can he can win. Yeah. yeah, that's the difference. And that's yeah, I don't know. I I miss honestly, I do miss KD. If, if, if you put Kevin, <laughs> if you put Kevin Durant on the 2009 and the 2010 Lakers team, I don't know if they beat. The Celtics. I don't know if they. Beat That's fair. The, the Magic. I think because the Magic, the Magic during that time. They were. Let's good. not forget, dude. No, they were. They were real good. Yeah. He do Turkaloo. Uh, Jameer Nelson was actually still balling. That's when Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard was, was freaking <laughs> the best center in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And um, uh, they uh, beat Richard, LeBron. Richard Lewis too. Yeah. Richard yeah. Lewis. They had shooters. That, that team was a good team, and the Lakers still beat them four one. Yeah. <laughs> which was crazy. But the Lakers that year they were on a mission. I think that 2019 was better than 2010. Really? Like, that was, yeah, they came off of the finals, lost to Boston. They were pissed about it. They came yeah. and just took care of business that year. Yeah. Um, the 2010 Lakers team, they were hobbled, man. Like, Kobe bro- played through the playoffs with a broken finger. Yeah. You guys remember that game seven? It was like, it was like of a the, deep of uh, the finals. Of the fi- okay, of the finals. Yeah. Yeah, that was just a defensive game. Everyone was missing shots. People like to pull up Kobe's numbers during that game. His percentages weren't good, but you look at everyone else's percentages. I mean, his like percentages were never. That's not what he was prided on. Exactly, though. his percentages weren't weren't. That's not what's was gonna like. Oh man, look at his shooting fifty three percent. No, that wasn't what he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's what he did do though. He would shoot sixty percent in the fourth quarter. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is this is where I want because I think a lot of it gets 
there's really no middle ground with the Lakers. You either hate them or you love them. There's I don't know anyone who's like, yeah, I'm a casual Lakers fan. <laughs> usually it's like usually it's like, yeah, <laughs> let's go Lakers hard. till I die or all the Lakers can die. Like it, yeah, it's yeah. it's so you're, there's no in between. <laughs> so for me growing up, I'm a diehard Suns fan. I remember those rivalries. Yeah, yeah. I remember like watching games and us being up by 12. And this is just during the regular season too. Yeah, this doesn't have yeah. to be in the playoffs. I remember being up by 12 in the fourth quarter, like three minutes left and not, not thinking that we were going to win the game. <laughs> like I remember Kobe would come down and hit, yeah. he'd hit a shot and he hit another shot. And if he hit like the two, like sometimes two, but most, if he hit like three shots in a row, I was mm-hmm. like, we just lost. I was like, I was like, he's he's gonna do that thing that he does, where he's gonna hit shots, where he's getting fouled, where he's gonna hit turnaround shots. He's gonna take the stupidest, most moronic shots <laughs> that no one would advise him to take, and he's gonna hit them, and we're gonna lose the game. Mm-hmm. I remember like like so vividly like watching it and just being. I'm like, I'm like, no one teaches you to play like this. I'm like, where yeah. did this guy learn how to play like this? Yeah, yeah. that's what we were saying too. We we're saying earlier, I was talking about how. It's a, the jealousy type of thing because there's no other. There's so many players coming in out of the league. There's so many players around, but none of them are cut. Like they don't. They're not. They're not the same cloth as him. You yeah. know what I mean? Like to, to he's a, he's just an NBA player too. But everything he does, a lot of players can't do. Yeah. Like you said, all those trick shots, all those the ones that you're thinking like that's not gonna go in. Yeah. And it yeah. makes it in. No, there are times where I'm like, dude, why would he take that? I was like that's a dumb <laughs> shot. And, uh, and it's yeah. like, and his his the way his the way his form was was back iron. Back iron, back iron. He's in yeah. back iron, just knocking right in. Yep, like, yep. There, there's just I don't know. There, like I'm gonna be honest. This is the first celebrity who died that I actually like cried. Like this yeah. is the first one that a lot, a lot of people did. I mean, yeah. it, was just, it was a big, big impact. That's what we're talking about. That's what the whole podcast is basically about. Is the impact growing up, you know, hating him but loving him, respecting yeah. him because of a player. But I remember, like you said too, being in sixth grade and fifth grade, like when mm-hmm. I was, you know, in school, going home, watching the game. <laughs> Crying to bed because yeah. the sons lost the lead or got beat yeah, out. He's saying kids that cry is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's crazy. That's that's the saddest part about all of this is that like the reason that I did it is is not just because he was famous. It's more than that. It's because like a part of your when I saw the news on Sunday, like it was like a part of my childhood died. Yeah, a huge exactly. part. Like. That Lakers, so the Lakers Suns, the Mavericks Suns, the Spurs Suns, that rivalry like fostered my love for basketball. Mm-hmm. Those those three right there, watching the Suns compete against those those, it was all three had great teams during that time. Yeah, that is what fostered my love for basketball back in the early days, like that. Watching those Suns teams, watching Co- watch watching us the first what was it oh six oh seven, murking yeah. the Lakers, yeah, kicking yeah. them out of the playoffs, <laughs> and then. And then watching them go on to win the championship that we never even got, mm-hmm. like that that I think seeing that and seeing that you know he's he that's why I like when I came in I wish I would have been in here right before it but yeah. when you were talking about the difference between eight to twenty four mm-hmm. the the different when he I this is like the I remember him changing his jersey number mm-hmm. and being yeah, like yeah. oh yeah it's because of everything that happened yeah and seeing the growth seeing him go from arrogant self-centered i'm gonna do me shack it off my team yeah to fostering the next generation of basketball mentoring the youth taking his position seriously yeah him, he, you you got to see him go from a kid in la to icon yep. you saw the whole growth go yeah yeah 
seeing that like Kobe was an untouchable, seeing this kind of stuff happen to someone who's an untouchable, it just doesn't make sense. It's not someone mm-hmm. like I still I look at pictures and I'm like, there's no way that this Kobe always had everything planned out. Yeah. Nothing bad ever happened to Kobe. His life seemed to just go right. How did this happen? Yeah, yeah. How did this happen to someone like that that was so untouchable? It's really similar to how I felt when he tore his Achilles too. Because mm-hmm. like you think like, dude, this dude has been doing this for, I think it was like 13 point, it was, years. It was, no, it was, it was 2013. It was like 17 years. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, longer. Than, yeah. So just like that happening first, that was like when I was like, 12 or 13 when that happened that was just crazy to me because i'm like dude this dude never gets hurt you know what i mean like he he always plays through it or whatever it is like so just seeing him tears achilles and then him never getting back to that level Mm -hmm. like that was already like really devastating to me and i always thought the end of kobe's career was the most devastating part of his life because well actually that's an exaggeration yeah (laughs) yeah but but it was the most devastating part like in terms of just pure basketball yeah because he still had it in 2013 when he tore his Achilles he's, and he still had that 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 mamba mentality that yeah. fire yeah yeah and he still kept trying to come back but most people said writing's on the wall never mm-hmm. gonna get that sixth ring and like that that was true you know what i mean so i don't know it was just crazy um but then seeing him happy in retirement with his family exactly um enjoying himself enjoying yeah. life you know what yeah I mean? before you came i was saying like Kobe's basketball career, that was all said and done, like, before he passed away. We we already knew about that. Yeah. What what was most hurtful about this was the fact that he started a new portion of his life. That he was going to that was gonna be as good as the last portion. The last 20 years, he yeah. Just, what did he start off by winning an Oscar? Yeah, he won an Oscar for he that He won short, an Oscar, like, Deer that, basketball. yeah, for Deer Basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and here's the thing, like, going from, from – uh, once he stopped seeing everybody else as an adversary, as like a rival with the sports world, because that's how he was when he was in, when he was, if you weren't on his team, you were an enemy and he wasn't going to, he wasn't cool with LeBron in the league when he was in the league. He wasn't cool with anybody. Like he'd be, you know, like at, at all-star weekend, whatever, but it's not like they were hanging out. They weren't friends because you're the enemy. Even like on the, um, the Olympic basketball teams. Yeah. Like Kobe was just the leader and he didn't even say anything. Like, yeah. Like everyone just deferred to Kobe. Yeah. He was the leader. Yeah. And, and so, so, Watching him go from that to this next portion where he became more accessible. Yeah, yeah. He, you started to see that hardened outside shell, like, go to – he's focused on – dude, he wrote children's books. Yeah, he did. He, yeah, yeah, he was writing children's books. Like, <laughs> it was like about basketball and wizards and did you know, or something like did that. Did you yeah. know that his, his test scores out of Laura Marion were high enough to get him to basically, like, any college in the country? Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's – Because he spoke three languages. He, yeah. he did – like, he was a genius. Mm-hmm. Who brought that up saying that if they, he didn't do basketball, was it you? Yeah, it was me. Yeah, I pretty much said if he, whatever he had gone into, whatever career, he would have been successful. He would have been successful. Yeah. yeah. Because he, he had, most importantly, he had the work ethic. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is I, I don't I don't want to, because a lot of what happens with when some when something like this happens is they just look at like, oh, like the thing they were most famous for, like Kobe's mom mentality, he'll, his spirit will live on. It's like, it's like one no, let's focus here. Like a whole, like dude, families' lives after this thing mm-hmm. are destroyed. Yeah, yeah. That's sad in itself. Mm-hmm. But like also past that, like just watching somebody grow up from like start to finish from 18 year old kid to, you know, 41 year old adult and then seeing it all taken away. Like just like that, just like that. Yeah. That's just a travesty in itself. And then, and then add the fact that like my childhood was a, a big part of it was hating this guy yeah, and, you know, hating him as, as a, as an opponent, but mm-hmm. you know, 
loving it's like the same thing with the warriors like i hate the warriors i think they took the weak way out but watching yeah. the domination that they did you gotta you just them. have to like oh my gosh like dude we, i might ne- never see anything like this again yeah even i'll be glad if i don't but <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I need to i need to i might not ever see this again even watching on the phoenix yeah, side. Go ahead. no i'm just saying i want to see it in phoenix <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it yeah even when kd like was on the warriors everyone hated him i obviously i didn't like the move he made but just watching him like i miss watching him yeah. Like he was just he's so fun to watch, really. And I can't wait. I hope next year he comes back and does well. Like I hope he can come back from his injury. And same with Steph. I miss watching Steph too. Like mm-hmm. especially after K D came and like took a lot of his touches and stuff like yeah, that. I, I wanna see I wanna see old Steph back. Yeah, you know, Twitter like. Twitter was a buzz at that point. All the Curry all the Curry fans were getting real yeah. upset because <laughs> he wasn't getting finals MVPs. Man, people thought too, like Curry was gonna be the next like he's gonna take the torch from LeBron. Like I mean, he. And I think in he could have. In too, a sense, he. But. In a sense, he did. Like he said, he changed the game. Yeah. But I don't think he changed it for better, and I don't think that he changed it for a sustainable way. It's not very often you're gonna have that many lights out shooters on one team. Like obviously, mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, simplistically, three points is more than two points. Mm-hmm. If you have people that can shoot three pointers at higher percentages than two pointers, than most people on other teams then they're going to win. Like, yeah. that's just not. But I don't think that you can get you that winning recipe. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think you can get that winning recipe by uh, – other than, like, a Golden State. Where do you yeah, get that yeah. many shooters, man? And th- this is going a little off topic from Kobe, but that's why, like, there's not that many dominant big men in the league. Yeah. Because since Steph – Except DeAndre in these last couple <laughs> games. <laughs> yeah. Except – but, like, when Steph changed the game uh, – everyone in the league started loading up on guards that could shoot. Yeah, or stretch then, fours. Yeah, so then you have only a few guys like AD, Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, DeAndre Ayton, who can, like, really get in the paint. And, like, that's why I think part of why the Lakers are so, like, they're pretty good this year is because they have AD. Yeah. And no one has an answer for him. And, like, if the Bucks <laughs> were to have, like, a – if the Bucks were to have a shooter – that was guaranteed they could like make up because Chris Middleton, the last playoff series, like last mm-hmm. year was not that good. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they failed was because if they kept Giannis out the paint, they had nothing to worry about. Yeah. No one yeah. else was going to beat them. Wait, hold on one second. Anthony, who are you saying was one team that you were surprised by or that was going to surprise everybody? That's in the. On the west side of east. Uh, it was east. East. The Pacers? Or I could see it being the Pacers. <laughs> Oladipo's back. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that would be a that would that'd be an answer that makes sense to the Pacers cause. yeah the Pacers definitely would because they what they have Brogdon now too right yeah so Brogdon and Oladipo and uh, oh what's his name gosh dang it oh uh, yeah they do have Sabonis. Warren but oh uh, Sabonis Sabonis yeah I, I can't say his Demontis name. Sabonis yeah yeah no the the Pacers are legit always like. I don't know. They're always they're always pretty decent. Like I don't I don't understand it, but like they they got a good thing going. But yeah, um, I was gonna say about Kobe. I I've had so many Suns fans come to me and they were like, I hate Kobe. That was classic. But oh, like this is. is. <laughs> I gotta move it around a bit. Oh. All right now he's real loud in my ears. Can you hear Anthony Sock? Hello. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I moved this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mike, I mean, you had to get that, bro. You were in a Lakers jersey and, and yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. But, like, imagine in my school, man, we used to pick up. But, like, I was saying, there's this this kid, you know, he came. He was first generation here. Yeah, yeah. 
didn't really know much English and everything like that, but he like was was a big Lakers fan. But yeah. the one player was Kobe. Since we're little, you know, since second grade, mm-hmm. and we used to mess with him, pick on him. Yeah, for being a Lakers fan. Hey, bro, that was me in in elementary. And nah, you probably yeah, nah, 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 yeah, if you're a Lakers <laughs> fan in Phoenix, but, but but what were you saying though about about Kobe? Oh, about the Suns fans? Yeah, about the Suns. Uh, fans I've had yeah, so many Suns fans. I see them like people who hated Kobe. You know what I mean? But still showed so much respect, and it's almost like the people who hated him like had the most respect for him. Well, that's yeah. how, dude. Like that's you really don't understand. Is, like yeah. I spent my whole. You've been you've been in there for it. Yeah. I just spent my whole career, my whole my whole analytical <laughs> my whole career, fan career. <laughs> yeah, my whole fan career slandering this guy. But yeah, that's yeah. why that's why it's hurt. Like this, I literally like usually celebrity destiny. I'm telling you, like. The day, the day of, I'm sad. You forget it. Like this, literally, like I can't. I look at pictures and it like yeah. depresses me. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers play tomorrow, but I'm not ready, bro. Yeah, like, I don't even. I don't. Care. I don't know if anyone. <laughs> I don't know if anyone. I don't even know how that the NBA players because like Booker, dude. I felt it's bad for Booker because yeah. that like you got to think like this generation that's in here right Kobe. now. MJ wasn't their guy. Kobe was their guy. Yeah, yeah. Kobe's yeah, who they modeled their ga- their work ethic. That's who they modeled their game after. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And like these guys actually like what Jason Tatum, he was just working with Kobe in like the off season, wasn't yeah. he? And he made it the, the, so, the he made the effort to like beat him to the gym. He wanted to get there yeah, before yeah. Kobe to the gym. You look at Jason Tatum, Giannis, Kyrie Irving, um I don't know. I thought Trey Young was one. I, Trey, I think so. He, he's, yeah. he's pretty upset about it. They keep, yeah. they keep hyping him up. But. Trey Young and Devin Booker, obviously a huge one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just these players grew up with Kobe, and so seeing it's either they grew up watching Kobe or they grew or they're played with Kobe. Yeah. Like it's just there's no in between. Did so. you see Shaq like talking about? Yeah, that? yeah. Dude. We were talking about that earlier. We were. I was saying how. Like maybe the one positive that's come out of all this is that people are not taking life for granted anymore. Dude, yeah, I haven't like, even like talked politics in days, <laughs> and like it just, you know what that takes for me. Life is too short sometimes. Yeah, you know it, what I mean. What, what so. I what I've started to realize is is the importance of bridging gaps. We're here on Earth to get along. We're mm-hmm. here. We're here. I mean, you guys know I'm a Christian. We're mm-hmm. here on Earth to love. That's yeah, the whole yeah. point of this whole thing. Is we're here on Earth to love other people, and that doesn't mean. I will, I will, like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I've considered buying a Kobe jersey. Really? Like, a wow. Lakers jersey. <laughs> yeah, just I would, for Kobe. Just, <laughs> just for that. I would, I would buy a Kobe jersey. You know what I mean? My, <laughs> my, my father has two of them, but I would buy a Kobe jersey. You yeah. know, buying jersey just because, you know what yeah. I mean? But I, I don't think I'd wear it. I'd probably just leave it and, like, maybe get a frame for it. I don't know. I, I think I would wear it, but it's also something that I wouldn't want to make commemorative that I would, like, hang up or something because yeah. it's just, like, what this guy meant for basketball and what this guy, like, what his and everyone talks about his work ethic so i hate sounding generic but seriously though when the thing is in a in a day and age today where i view everybody makes excuses for everything why they can't get ahead they blame some sort of system some sort of person some sort of something they're blaming something kobe, kobe was, the was the one who was like you don't have an excuse yeah he's like like you don't have an excuse yeah, like, yeah. i don't want to hear about your excuses you know, I want to see results. And I, I feel like he's the last of that kind of breed where it was like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, have the woe is me pity party. I'm going to do whatever it takes to be successful. Yeah. Like, dude, what was that Instagram post he had with uh, where he about the daughter's team when they missed it to go to like a oh. dance recital? <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah. Dude, he was so shaded out of like a yeah, little girl. And the was... little girls. But like that's his mindset. And, and that's why it's that's why it's hard. Like, think about it. Michael Jordan can never make a great coach. People like Michael Jordan, 
Hakeem, uh, Kobe, Bird, these mm-hmm. guys, they you can't you can't teach that. Yeah. You yeah, either yeah. have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You can teach fundamentals, you can teach skills, you can teach shooting, you can teach defense. But mentality. Teach, mentality you can't different. teach. Yep. Someone has to want to do that for themselves. It's not something I don't think you have to be born with it. I think it's something you can't acquire, but you can't you can't have you can't learn it from someone else. You have to just you have to make the decision. I yeah. want this. These yeah, are the things that I want to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that Kobe is like the last of doing that. That's true. I think you're right. I don't think he'd make a good coach. Like at least an NBA coach. Did you guys hear the story about, um, I think Nick Young and Lou Williams were talking about it on oh, Twitter. when he took their Kobe's? <laughs> yeah, he took, the, he oh, took their he shoes. too soft. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you guys are too soft, yeah. yeah. Or like, just look at him with Dwight, like when he was on that team. You yeah. Know? Like, he couldn't stand Dwight. Because, no, because he called, it was lazy. Yeah, yeah. And hey, for the record, Dwight has been awesome this season. Yeah. Like, like I that was so surprising to me. I never thought I would ever like Dwight, but like, I like Dwight now. Yeah, because he's been a perfect... <laughs> a perfect backup to, yeah, to coming yeah. in. And he cuz he still is he might still be the most athletic person on that team. Like he's in yeah. better shape now than he was back then. Yeah, yeah, no, he's in great shape and what makes me sad about Dwight honestly is cuz um you know, Kobe passed away and they never really made up. Like they yeah. made up like I know they dapped up a few games and stuff like yeah. that. Um but it it's really tragic to me that they never had the opportunity to make up. I know that Dwight wanted Kobe to be part of his dunk routine at the dunk contest. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Wait, Kobe wanted Dwight? No, Dwight wanted, wanted Kobe? Kobe to be yeah. like part of the dunk contest. And yeah. He was like, if it's okay with the Lakers fans, he wanted to make sure. And all mm-hmm. the Lakers fans were like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, that was like a couple weeks ago. But um, yeah, then he passed away. So like that would have been, been crazy to see. Yeah. <laughs> Just Kobe lobbing it up for Dwight. Right. But well, yeah. we're going to be able to wrap this up right now because I know you, a lot of you guys, I know you guys have good mentality. <laughs> we, gotta go. we have classes coming up. Dude, <laughs> dude, we might have to do part two of this. Yeah, yeah no, I know we do. Awesome. I mean, this is a new segment, Robert. I'm glad you came. I know you missed the first one because you're getting sick. You're sick. Yeah. Or, you know. But, hey, this is the reason I wanted you on. I'm pretty sure <laughs> you have a lot of information. Man, a lot he of was great preaching. Robert talked too much. Yeah, for real. I, I've, been waiting, I've been waiting all week to get to do something like this because I, I legitimately have been so upset about yeah. Yeah. just this. Like, it has bothered me to my core. And, like, I'm walking around at work and people are just, like, acting like, I'm like, yo, do you know who died? Yeah. Like, Kobe is dead. Yeah. Like, and, and do you understand? Do you know do. what that means you know for I mean? us? you know what that means mortality-wise? Like, if that untouchable can die, it could happen to any one of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's for everybody. Death is there forever present. And I wanted to do this because I know you guys are big fans of the game, of the sport, of the individual um, player. And I wanted to bring this out here so you guys can, you know, say what you wanted to say and, you know, tell, you know, you know, you got mad love for the guy. You know, he did a lot of great things. I hated him when I was a young kid playing against <laughs> the Suns, but I always respected him as a player. Mm-hmm. You know, um, shout out to his family. I want to wrap this up so we can get going. But I, I want to just say my last, you know, shout out to, you know, Vanessa Bryant, the families of the other ones that were on the pl- helicopter as well. And, you know, I, I hope for the best, you know. How about Mike? You want to sign yeah. off? Oh. Yeah, man. Uh, this was great being on this podcast. I hope to be back again. Uh, just great talking about Kobe and basketball in general and things like that. I could talk about this all day. Robert? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for having me again. It was enjoyable. I would definitely love to do another part. At least it, it – I definitely would like to do at least one more thing just specifically on Kobe so we can go a little more in depth to that. But yeah, I do also like you, I do want to just, you know, give a shout out to the families going through it that like, you know, I've, I've, there's, I've been praying myself just nights for like these families that have gone through it because it it has been, I just thinking about that, you know, getting that news and having TMZ break it before 
the authorities even tell you that it yeah. happened. I, I, sure. I can't imagine what they're going through and going through the loss that I just did with my brother in this past year, like thinking about that amplified because it's like losing a kid. That's like a whole other thing. I just, just prayers out to them. And I, I hope that that doesn't get lost in the fact that Kobe's gone too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anthony? Uh, yeah. Just prayers out to the families. Like, I know it's not even been a week yet, but hopefully it does get better for them. And, and just, uh, you know, as far as everyone else, just keep that mama mentality. Do everything yes, you can do, 110%. Take it on her. Mm-hmm. All right, my boy Justin, close it out with the last one right here, JB. All right, bro. I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. I'll be on the next podcast, and uh, have a good one. All right, guys, have a good one. Later.